What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome everybody to another edition, another episode of the LED Project Podcast. I am Wilkie Law here with Kyle Krieger. Say what's up. Hey, hey, hey. Doing a remote thing today for episode 15 as Kyle is back home in Wisconsin and I'm here in Houston. Um, so hey, can't stop, won't stop, right? Absolutely, sir. You you know we're going to... We're going to have to be doing this a little more often now the way things have gone. Ah, so I guess, I guess we want to go ahead and jump right in to clear the air? Yeah, we can. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump in to clear the air. Let's go ahead. And You, you want to start it off? Yeah, I, it? I'd be happy to. Okay. Um, yeah, my clear the air is, uh, I mentioned a few episodes back, probably a month or so ago, that I had a very wonderful girlfriend. Uh, she's fantastic. Well... Um, it's worked out that uh, I was able to get a teaching job uh, back home in Wisconsin in the same district where she works, and it's uh, it's a position called Alternative Learning Center. So it's students who um, struggle in the normal classroom but aren't aren't you know special education students. They just for whatever reason haven't fit well. Um, so four periods of the day, they come to the ALC, which I will teach with a, uh, another teacher. We only have 28 kids total. So it's, and it's by application only that these kids get in. So it's a really great position for me. And, um, you know, it, it really has just worked out well over the last three weeks. You know, since I started talking about this, I was able to secure a job and sell my house in Houston for full price. And during that time, my sister had their second child. We uh, yeah, yeah. we have we have nicknamed him Dubs because his name is uh, Wyatt William. So uh, yeah, but to clear the air, I I am gonna make the move back to Wisconsin uh, in August. You know, it's it's the right time and the right opportunity. And you know, we had a lot. You and I had a lot of conversations about you know how it would affect, but I, I feel really confident that it's like we said it's it's the next evolution in our business and you know in my life to to be able to do what we're going to do now. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm excited for you. Um, I tell people all the time it's it's good to have stuff going on and 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 to have stuff to look forward to, and I'm actually looking forward to coming down to Wisconsin. So. You know, you uh, technically have to. You technically have to come up to Wisconsin from Texas. Yes. Yeah. Well, coming up to Wisconsin, um, I'm, I'm really, uh, really anxious to. You know, my wife's been trying to get us there for the last four years. Uh, so, yeah, pretty excited about that. So, good stuff. Good stuff about the dubs. You know, I love the dubs. Yeah, he's one good. Dub, from one dub to another. Yeah, <laughs> well, absolutely. All right. Um, my clear the air. Um, I've been talking about it, and I guess now that it's finally here, I can really say it officially. I'm officially a doctoral candidate at Concordia University. I uh, started my doctorate program Monday, get my doctorate in education and in teacher leadership. Um, and I'm pretty excited about it. It's a um, three-year course. <clears throat> Uh, scholarships for being an alumni was really, really uh, beneficial, kind of really helped out, really pushed the decision for me to go. And I'm kind of glad I'm doing it right after my graduate school when my mind is still in that mode of reading and writing and interpreting and summarizing and, 
yeah, all that good stuff. But I'm pretty, pretty excited, man. It's been a great first couple of days. There's only 15 people allowed in the course, so it's very, um, very small group. So I can say I feel pretty good about it. Pretty, pretty excited. Yeah, you know, it's it's been crazy because you know, whenever your, your master's ended, you were, you were like, no, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break. You know, I'm not going to get right back into it, but I mean, the way it fits and the way they're allowing you to really use our program as your, your doctoral thesis. I mean, it, excuse me, it works. It, I mean, it's such a benefit to us. And like I said, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna knock it out of the park. Three years, we'll be calling you Dr. Law. Man, Dr. Dub, hi. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait to to that day comes. Get down. Get up to Oregon and really kind of. <sighs> yeah, you know what you 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 my, know my pump sleeves on. Oh man, you know you know what? It won't take much for me to get out to Oregon. My my best buddy from college is out there, so I will. I'm I'm gonna say it right now on the podcast. When that happens, I'll be there. All right, man. That just gave, just gave me goosebumps. I'll I'll just be there, and we'll goosebumps. we'll get the colonel, and we'll just all be in Portland, <laughs> just enjoying life. All right, all right. Um, so yeah, we're gonna move on to our next segment. Um, our we connect. Our we connect. Um, again, uh, Chad Littlefield, Will Wise, out in Pennsylvania. Check them out if you haven't. We connect. Cards that we connect cards to help stimulate communication amongst people uh, beyond the how are you, how's it going. Great, great way to get to know people. Um, www.we and dot me. Dot me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and before we do the question, I was thinking too again, you know, as I get set to go back into the classroom after a, a year off about what Chad said when we were in New Mexico about asking questions using what and how rather than why, again, mm. to really um, allow people to open up to you and, and not put people in a position where they're defensive. So that's really good. So here's our question. Um, it's purple. What are your hopes for what the future holds for you? Mm. <sighs> What are your hopes? I guess first and foremost, it would have to be my hope is that, you know, I complete the pro this program and I get from it what it has already designed for me. Um, and that from that LED is shaped and, and, and fine-tuned and refined in such a way that really puts us at the forefront to really leading education to where the direction it should be going. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you on that. And really just, I'm really hoping that, you know, as this year goes on, you know, the, the purpose and how I can grow LED from up here, you know, will kind of reveal itself to me, whether it's through this classroom and, or whether it's working with the teachers I meet up here, you know, I, I found out that there's like 10 or 11 new teachers to the district I work in, which is a, a you know, my, the town I'm moving to, uh, which is New Richmond, Wisconsin, only doesn't even have 9,000 people. Oh, wow. 
But I mean, you know, they, so they have 10 or 11 new teachers in the district. So there's a lot of going to be a lot of opportunity for me to work. And then, uh, you know, on the on the, you know, the future also to, I mean, you know, having having the opportunity now um, to be closer to family, I think, is really important to me, especially now with a second nephew and and to be able to um, I'm really excited to be able to to build my relationship with my girlfriend in the same place rather than having to be long distance. So I, I think there are, there are good, I hope there are good things on all three of those fronts for me in the future. Well, you know, I, I, we, I talked about um, expectations with, with, with someone here recently. And I told him, I said, you know, I was presenting when I was presenting the other day, I told the class, I said, you know, if you don't plan if you don't look ahead to say, this is what I want, then your road to getting to what you want just got that much longer. Not that it got more difficult. It just got that much longer because as long as you don't know what you want, you're sitting still or you're rambling around. You know, you're going from place to place. But once you become laser light focused in on this is what I want. These are my expectations. Now you can actually move in the directions of your expectations and know when you're being distracted from those expectations. Yeah. You know, I would always tell kids when they were getting in trouble in the office, did you wake up this morning and your goal was to get to be written up and be sitting in the office? No. So then what, what went wrong between the time you got up this morning to the time that you got here? I don't know. What, what was your plan for today? I didn't have one. So that's why you're here. You know, that whole concept, you know, when you plan to fail, you know, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So that's kind of that same mindset. So the expectation piece. Did you share your expectation? Was it kind of interwoven in your, your your piece just now? With the mm-hmm. um that was your expectation too? Oh yeah, man. Like I and it was really it has happened quickly, but it I mean it was not a light decision for me to make to Absolutely to 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 you know, I don't like using the word give up what I have. Cause I really don't, you know, and in talking with you and talking with Ben and the people I'm close to, I'm not, I'm not, yes, I am giving certain things up and I'm, you know, making certain sacrifices, but you know, it was really hard. I, I lived in Houston eight years and you know, it's hard to make that choice, but I'm, I'm making it with the full expectations that I'm moving up here and there are certain things that are going to make my life better and the expectation that our business is going to grow. You know, that was the first initial concern is like, you know, what's going to happen to our business. But I was really assured when you, you know, when we, I first started talking with you about it, you said, you know, our relationship as friends, you know, supersedes our business relationship. And then from there, I, I had a chance to really look back and, you know, I'm like, if all of this came together in three weeks, I got to feel like the universe is, you know, signaling to me that, that this is where I'm meant to be right now. Mm-hmm. You know, cause even I had, I was having lunch with my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law today. And my mom was even like, I can't believe how fast all of this has happened, that it's all, all come together that quickly. So, but yeah, I, ex- I expect good things for, for my teaching and for led and for my relationships and for my family. So yeah, man, it's awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, yeah, awesome sauce, awesome. So, um, so that being said, um, I guess we'll go ahead and segue 
since as you're segue to the north, we'll segue north uh, in the podcast and discuss our topic for today, which is true north. True north. So I guess getting started, I'm going to ask you what when you hear those terms, true north, what what comes to mind for you, Kyle? I think true north for me is is really your your guiding principles, your guiding purpose. You know that that thing that no matter what it, the challenge is, you can always go back to that thing and and be guided in the right direction. You know, I grew up in Wisconsin in the woods, so I've known how to use a compass since I was very very young. You know, and and true north is that direction that no matter hopefully no matter where you are the compass needle should point you in the right direction. And then you, from there, get your bearings. It's not just about getting true north, because you're not always trying to go true north. But if you don't know where true north is, it's hard to go to any of the other directions. So I think it's really that guiding principle that helps you um, know where your center is, know where your, your, your guide is, but then also helps you to orient yourself to everything that's going on around you. Yeah, I love that, that you just use the word orient. It, it helps with the orientation. Because again, I like you said that it's not, I may not always be going true north. But in order for me to know where I'm going, I need to know north. So, um, and it's funny because I was thinking about this as, you know, um, that the show, one of the shows I really like to watch is Alone on uh, History Channel. And basically they take a person and put them out in the wilderness, uh, in the British, British Columbia, in the mountains, in the wilderness for basically last man standing. And this time, they, this season, they did something different where they brought two competitors. Um, and you, you and your two competitors, you and your partner were separated. One was put at where they should make base camp. The other one was put somewhere else and with only coordinates and a compass have to find their their partner. And and as I'm watching the show, you're watching people, you know, walk around. And the guy said, you know, I, I, I need to make sure that I know where north is, even though I'm going, you know, west. I need to make sure I keep going in the right direction. So he would mark the trees with the coordinates that he was at. You know, and so he can make sure that he doesn't walk around in circles because he said, if I lose my bearings, it's easy because everything looks the same to kind of get in a habit of walking around in circles and not knowing where you are. So that orientation piece of true north to kind of give you a, a guide to go where you're going. And I think in education, we've gotten away from teaching students how to, to find that true north. You know, you and I talked right before the podcast about how, you know, I was sharing with you that in the early, early grade levels, elementary, you know, you get to pre-K, your kindergartens, teachers are always asking the kids things about them. They're asking the kids, how, how does this work? How do you do this? How does that happen? But as you start moving up, those questions to the students kind of stop happening. And so I think not only do the teachers get lost, the students get lost. Because nobody's giving them and applying them, holding them accountable for that their bearings. Does that make sense? Right, absolutely. Um, you know, I know my tastes have changed, but there are certain things about me that hadn't changed. And when people ask me, hey, what's your favorite number? 
Hey, what's your favorite color? Hey, what's this? There's not been much change in my adult life, but I can remember as a kid, it was all over the place. You know, because I was trying to find it, and then I would have people, because they were asking me those questions directly, it kept it in my forefront of what it is that I should be focusing on, how should I be focusing on, and where am I going from here? And so I think that in education, we really have to make sure. And you're going to get an opportunity this year to really, really do that in this setting that you're in, because that's the purpose of your class, ultimately, is mm -hmm. to help those kids find their true north, to give them that set of guiding principles. So I'm excited about partnering with you throughout this school year to, um, to really make that, you know, to make that experience really good for those kids. And, you know, what you were just saying uh, about, you know, teachers losing their true north uh, is also made me think, too, that you're, you're talking about, you know, how teachers to some degree have to be a true north for the kids. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and maybe, maybe teachers don't want to be, but the kids are generally speaking, they're looking at the teacher as like how to orient themselves within that classroom and within the school. It's, it's sort of makes me think about what we've said uh, in terms of culture, you know, to where, that thing that's set or, or maybe better environment. Like if we're talking a compass, like if you're true North for your classroom and for your kids, you know, in that environment, you're the one that orients everyone to everything else. Mm. And I just, and it might, may not be a responsibility that teachers want, or maybe it's not something we've even thought about, but our kids orient themselves based on what we do. <laughs> so I, true I think is is the way I would say it in terms of of how to how to explain you know the teacher's role as as true north and I, I didn't anticipate we would talk about this that we would say you know the teacher's role as true north I thought we were more just talking about ourselves in terms of you know what true north means to a teacher but I think that's um Important. I think that's important to understand that that we, whether we want to be or not, our kids will orient to us like like we orient to Compass to True North. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, and you know, we were talking about it beforehand about that elementary. That there is a focus there because you know I just pulled up the um, the poster that was in every. I used to, I used to see it in classrooms all the time. It says all I all I really need to know I learned in in kindergarten, um, and it's about sharing with sharing everything, playing fair, cleaning up after yourself, say you're sorry, wash your hands, make sure you flush, um, live a balanced life, learn some and think some, draw, paint, sing, dance, play, work, take a nap, um, wonder, remember. Ask to know how, ask to know why. All these things that, that they're saying that you learn in kindergarten all point kids to a direction of what are the principles that are going to guide your life and making them accountable for this is what I want. And I think that before an individual can give someone else or be that true north for someone else, they must know their, their own personal true north. You know, they, they it's... It is impo impossible, I think we've talked about it before, to take someone somewhere that you're not. 
you know, when I was the praise leader at my church, one of the things I used to always tell the praise team is it's kind of hard to take the congregation to a place of worship if you're not yourself in a place of worship. Because now you're going to wander around with them. If, I, if I'm there, then I can come back and I can, I can lead them to a place that I've been. But I can't, I can't leave. Okay, I, I don't know where I'm going, so I'm just going to walk around until we find it. Oh, we got it. Whereas as a, as, you know, as a teacher, as a worship leader, and you know, they, they, they kind of go hand in hand. My goal is to guide them and to say, hey, I've been here to this place. I'm going to show you where it is. Come with me. And you're leading them back to the place that you were at. And, you know, so the same way with teaching, you can't begin to develop that within students until you first develop that within yourself and know for yourself and know the importance of it. You know, for someone who's been lost before, I know that feeling of, of anxiety and of anxiousness that comes over you when you're lost. And all you're looking for is for someone to point you in the right direction. That's all you're looking for. Or, or to run into something that you know that you can get your bearings. Right. I know the old oak tree. Oh, I know this big pine that here because this is the one that, that hit, the, hit it at the top and part of it fell off, but it kept growing. You know what I mean? You, you need something that you can identify with that's going to get you to where you want to be. And I think that education, that's where our focus needs to be on. What do we need to do to give our teachers that direction? You know, to lead them into that place so that they can lead our students. I mean, regardless, our students are our next leaders. They're going to become the leaders, the policymakers that's going to govern this world. And if we fail them, they fail us. Well, and, and with what you said, too, with knowing your true north, uh, I mean, it, it has to be authentic to you. Mm. My, our, we have very similar you know, beliefs and structures were very similar, but our true norths are not the same. Right. And my true north is not the same as Ben's. My true north is not the same as anyone's. And I think that that too brings into that idea, that concept of, of authenticity to where if you're trying to guide people to, to true north, but it's not your true north, it's you're, you're going to be lost. And, and I think sometimes too, you, you confuse, you know, if you're that person or you're that teacher that's just wandering lost and you happen to get to the right place, you you assume you got there by your efforts rather than just getting there by blind luck. Because hmm. if you're lost somewhere, you can get to the right place just by blind luck. But you shouldn't confuse that and say, oh... I got us here. You know, the, the path I chose to take was the right path, even though it took you, you know, you're trying to do a two mile hike. That should take, you, you know, you know, 30 to 40 minutes and you've been out there four hours. But, yep, you got to where you needed to be. Mm -hmm. That's not that's, that's not productive, especially in the classroom setting when you're oh, no. in, in a spot where you have, you know, finite amount of time. Absolutely. So I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up and kind of um, close it out. Um, you started with your definition of true north. So I'm going to ask you a question. And I know this may catch you off guard, but hey, that's what we're here for. Um, so my question to you is, you can give someone one piece of advice 
to help them find their true north, what would it be? One piece of advice to find your true north. I, I think you have to listen. Um, I think listening to your intuition is the closest thing I can get to um, understanding true north. And I think a huge part of it for me has been the meditation practice over the last couple of years. Really finding time to to be reflective, to slow your, your mind down. Because you can... Everyone's going to try to tell you what your true north is and where your true north is and and what it should be. So I think for me, if I was going to give one piece of advice, it would be um, use your intuition, trust your gut. But you can really make that more effective by using some type of meditation practice. And it doesn't have to be like sitting on the ground meditation. You know, some people swim, some people play guitar some you know you play the piano whatever you can do to get yourself out out of your head and just allow your body and in your mind to kind of decompress i think that's a super important part so that would be my that would be my one piece of advice awesome awesome i love it i love it great 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 all right well again we want to encourage you to uh like this podcast find us on social media uh, find us on Facebook as the Lighthouse Educator Development Project. Um, you can go to our website at any time and uh, leave us comments. We want to know what's going on. So again, um, LEA 2718, we're uh, looking to start our small cohort with a couple of schools. Um, and maybe hopefully now an opportunity to branch out into Wisconsin, um, into New Richmond. Yeah. Go Packers. <laughs> um, it's funny, I was watching this thing about Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about this off the podcast, about why they're called the Packers. Um, I, could, I could tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'll, I'll, I mean, we'll talk about it after the podcast. It was, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm super-duper excited about what things are going on. Um, got um, my wife over here working on the grant opportunities. Um, we got the UNM coming up. So for those of you who are in and around New Mexico around in October, um, look us up. We will be presenting at the University of New Mexico in October uh, for their mentoring institute. Uh, come check us out. If you have somebody there, check have them come check us out. Um, we're really excited about what we're presenting this year. And uh, that's it. So well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. And until next time, enjoy your day and make the best of it. Peace.